The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. Amen. Today's daf has been studied in the Mishmat of Raham Ben Esther. We begin today's daf on Ayn Zayn Amud Bet and we are on the bottom line. The Gemara says, actually we're on the first word on Ayn Chet. We learned in yesterday's Gemara that Lagabe Korban, you cannot bring something that was born from a hybrid, something that was born from some an animal that was cross-breeded. And the way we learned it, because the Pasuk says by the Korban, Shor, Ochesev, Oez, Kiyivaled. And we know that Kesev uh, and an Ez, these are the same species. And they're able to be breeded. So the word O must have been coming to say, to exclude the breeding. Which means to exclude a crossbreed. To exclude a, uh, 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 an animal that is a hybrid. We learned by Geneva, when a person steals something, it says, Shor Ose. So there we learned the opposite. We said, Shor Ose. We said, these are items uh, that cannot be uh, made together. It has different gestation periods. Right? One is nine months and one is five months. So from the fact that it says the word O, over there it's coming to include that by a Ganav, even if you were Ganav a hybrid, you're going to be Hayav. Again, that was from the word shor ose. A shor ose cannot be breeded together. So the o must be coming to include something that's not in the pasuk. And what is that? A hybrid. Because again, from a shor ose, you cannot put them together. So the Gabbara's question is, What do you mean? By kadashim, by kurbanot also, it says shor or kesev or ez. So why don't you look at the first two words? It says Shor Kesev, and the Gemara says, She'en These two items are not able to crossbreed them. A Shor and a Kesev are different animals, and they don't, they're, not, they're not able to be crossbred, and therefore from the O, we should come and include, and therefore, we should come and include, just like you did by Geneva. When you saw those two animals, you said, Oh, they're not breedable, therefore the Torah must be coming to include even. The oath coming to include. Say the same thing by Kadashim. 
from the fact that the second or in the pasuk it says shor or chesev or ez from the kesev or ez part of the pasuk from the fact that that's coming to be mema'et that's coming to limit so therefore reshana me lema'et so the first pasuk also is coming to be mema'et if you remember we also were mema'et in nidmeh and nidmeh is an animal that was breeded from two like species however it doesn't look like the father right? it's like a sheep and then it looks like a goat so therefore from the fact that we're uh, being mema'et from one or in the sefa, so therefore we probably bring mema'et also in the Rishabh. We want to keep the oars consistent. Look at Rashi, top line. Mid the sefa de ma'et, or the sefa de kra. The or of the second part of the pasuk. Kesev or ez. Right? That pasuk, kesev or ez. Again, the pasuk says, shor or kesev or ez. So from the kesev or ez part, Rashi says, vadai le ma'et ata. For sure it's coming to minimize. Those are able to be readable. So if anything, the all is coming to be mema'it. Exactly, mema'la mishtama'it. I know, I know breedable. I know, um, um, I, I, I would know from that from the Pesukim itself. Even things that are crossbred. And I don't need it to come to include in the dmeh. Because once I'm telling you that even things that are cross-bred are included, so all the more so a nidmeh should be included. Again, nidmeh is from the same species. So if cross-bred, you're telling me, is included, certainly a nidmeh, which is from the same species, just doesn't look like the father, certainly should be included. Exactly. So therefore the Gemara is saying, from the fact that from the sefa we're being mima'it, the awe of the sefa, so therefore Mr. from the awe of the resha also we're being mima'it. So the Yabra says, Adraba, the miresha lerabot sefa name lerabot. On the contrary, which means why don't you learn the opposite? Why don't you say from the fact that it says shor o kesef? So learn from there, shor o kesef again are two animals that you cannot crossbreed them. So say that the O is coming to include, to say even crossbreeds, and then the second part of the Pasuk is coming to include that not only crossbreeds can you bring as a Qurban, but even items that are, uh, I, I know, and then the Sefa is coming to include also. Now, obviously, I was going to ask the question myself, because if you're already including crossbreeds, what is the other O coming to include? Nidme, Kocheken, I don't need a person to come to include the Nidme where it comes from the same species and it just doesn't look like the, uh, the, the father. If you tell me a crossbred is okay, certainly if it's bred from the same species, it should be okay even though it doesn't look like. Just give us the next question. Hi, Mai. If you tell me that the first O is coming to exclude, who is the Nidme? I need two exclusions. And he wants to kill Ayim, a crossbred, and one for a Nidmeh. And that's because of Hadushim. Number one, a crossbred is Asur. Just because a crossbred is Asur does not mean a Nidmeh is going to be Asur. Nidmeh is a big Hadush. Because Nidmeh comes from the same species, it just doesn't look like the, the father. So therefore, if you tell me both of them and the Ma'at, it makes sense. The first one is coming to be Ma'at, kill Ayim. The second one is coming to be Ma'at, a Nidmeh. However, Ela'i Amat Rabot, 
If a crossbred for a hybrid can be brought, certainly a nidmeh can be brought. Therefore, the Gemara concludes, must be both Pesukim are coming to be nema'et. And that's the Gemara's conclusion. Again, the Gemara's conclusion of this Gemara is when it says, Shor o chesev o ez. That's by Korban. Let's learn, let's learn the Pesukim now. Shor o chesev. These two animals, Shor o chesev, these animals, you're able to crossbreed them. A Shor and a chesev. I'm sorry. Shor o chesev o ez. Kesev and Ez, you're able to, um, right, cross-read them. And therefore the O over there must be coming to? Mema'et. Very good. So the Gemara is saying that just like that O is Mema'et, just like the Resha, I'm sorry, just like the Resha's O is being Mema'et, so to the Sefa's O is being Mema'et as well. Uh, so therefore, bottom line, you have two hadushim that the pasuk is coming to tell me. Number one, I cannot bring a crossbreed as a korban, and number two, I cannot bring a nidmeh as a korban. Basically, I'm learning from the two o's that it's coming to exclude uh, from the uh, from the pasuk. Okay, that's the basic gemara over here. Good. <coughs> okay, comes the gemara now and goes back to something we said on yesterday's. Uh, Rava made a statement and he said, We have a rule that what? Anytime it says the word say in the Torah, it's coming to exclude kilayim. Anytime you see the word sheep, it means zavka sheep, as opposed to something that was crossbred. And he said, Anytime. So obviously you're teaching me a case where I didn't learn it from the Pesukim. If it's written in the Pesukim, I don't need Rava's statement. You're teaching me Hadush. You should know, Rabotai. Every time it says the word say in the Torah, it's coming to exclude a crossbreed. So the Gemara says, in what, in what case? It begins. What do you mean? If it's coming to tell me by Korban, I don't need Rabbah's deed. Why? Because it says clearly, Shor o Chesev, Prat Lekilayim. We just learned it. Shor o Chesev Wa'ez. So what do we say from Shor o Chesev? Shor o Chesev, we came along and said that what? You can crossbreed them, and the oil is coming to be mema'et. So therefore, uh, I don't need Rabbah's deen to tell me it by Kadashim. Also, oh, what was he saying? Ile ma'asir. Or maybe by ma'asir behema. Halakha says that every tenth sheep that comes out of the uh, corral, you have to brand it, and you bring it as a uh, korban, and you get to eat the uh, meat. So maybe it's coming to teach you that what? Because it says the word say over there. Maybe dafka say, and you don't have to bring crossbreeds. Was no. Tahat tahat yadif mekadashim. We have a gezerah shavat. So the word tahat by maaser behema. So the word tahat by korban. So we make a gezerah shavat. Tahat tahat. Just by korban, you cannot bring a crossbreed. So to maaser, also it's not subject to crossbreeds. So Yehovah says, ille bechor. Well, maybe it's the law of bechor. What's the law of bechor? If an animal is born to a kosher animal, first, uh, first, first petirehem. Halakha says what? The animal is indeed uh, kodesh. And therefore what? you got to give it to the Kohen. That's a gift to the Kohen. So maybe you're teaching me what? That Davka, when it's born to a regular sheep, but not a crossbreed, I don't need it for. Ha'avara, ha'avara, yalif bin ma'asir. Again, we have a gizra shava. Ha'avara, by ma'asir behemah. Ta'avara, by bichor. So again, everything is covered. Kadashim, 
Bechor, I know that you cannot use a crossbreed. Rava, again, what were you coming to include when you told me? Anytime it says say, it's to exclude a crossbreed. In all these cases that I'm recording now, we have we have the Rashat already. Kadashim Shoro Chesef. Ba'asir Behema Gezerah Shava. Bechor Gezerah Shava. Which case was Rabbah coming to include that it says the word se and to exclude a hybrid? Kabbalah says, we'll tell you. In a meh, nidmeh, amra lo. Or I'll tell you, you know what? By bechor, we know that a nidmeh by a bechor is no good. What does nidmeh mean? The animal was born from two same species, but the animal doesn't look like the father. Right? That's called a nidmeh. How do I know a nidmeh doesn't work by a bechor? Dikhtiv, ach bechor shor. Ad shiyehu shor, u bechoro shor. Ken ayim, mebaya? If you tell me that a nidmeh is not good by a bechor, certainly kilayim is not going to be good. So again, I don't need Rabbah's deed by kilayim. I repeat, Rabbah made a statement. Anytime it says the word say in the Torah, it's to exclude kilayim. Obviously, Rabbah was coming to teach me Hadush somewhere. Where was this Hadush? In, in Kadashim? No. Why? I know Kadashim from the Firush Pasuk. Shor o Chesef. What was it that I have Shor o Chesef? Even though a Shor and Kesef can be crossbred, right? Shor o Chesef, you can bring Kilayim from between them. Sorry. Uh, 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 from Shor o Chesef, we learned what? From the O of Shor o Chesef, we learned what? To come to exclude. Uh, kilayim, that Kilayim cannot be brought as a Qurban by Kadashim. Good. Maybe it's coming to, maybe Rabbi was teaching me by uh, Ma'asir. No, Ma'asir, you have a Gizra Shava for Ma'asir to Kadashim. Or maybe you're coming to teach me Din in Bechor. No, we have a, we have a Gizra Shava from Bechor to Ma'asir to teach me that. And anyway, we don't need a for, we don't need a Hadush from Bechor. Because Nidmeh is Asur by Bechor. So if Nidmeh is Asur by Bechor, it comes from the same species, Kotshaken, Kilayim. So, brava, what teen were you coming to teach me? Then back to the same question. So, the Gemara says, Ela, ki etmar de rava le'nyan peter hamor. Oh, it's coming to teach me the din of peter hamor. What's the din of peter hamor? You have an animal, you have a hamor, and uh, the first of the womb comes out. That animal is Kurdish. What do you have to do with that animal? You have to make a pigeon. Tefdeh beseh. So, the Hadush is what it says in the Torah. Tefdeh beseh, tafka beseh. And not from a... Animal that's a crossbreed, not from a hybrid, something that was crossbred. Maybe that's what's coming to teach me. Now it says, Kedetnan, in Podin, like it says in the Mishnah, you now be able to be Podin, a Petr Hamor, lo be'egel, not with a, uh, a calf, velo be'haya, not with like a deer, that's a haya, velo be'shota, or not an animal that was already slaughtered, velo be'trefa, velo Bekilayim, oh, very good. Clearly in the Mishnah, and not with a hybrid. Velo bekoi. Okay, koi is also a, a, a specific type of animal that it's not certain what it is. So basically, Ravas Hadush is to tell me that when you have a peter hamor, that the Torah says tifte bese, or you know what it says se, to teach me se velo kilayim. You cannot be podet with something that is a hybrid. Oh, what about Rabbi Al-Azhar? That says you can be put it with Kilayim. Did not. Rabbi Al-Azhar, or Rabbi Al-Azhar, Matir, Bikilayim, Bipeneshehu, Seh. Because bottom line, it is considered a Seh, 
Amar, so what's the, what's the, then according to Rava, what was the reason of, uh, according to Rabbi Azar, according to, uh, yeah, what was Rabbi uh, uh, Rava saying? Rabbi Azar says by a Peter um, Hamor, uh, you're able to redeem it with a say, even if it comes from Kilayim, even if it comes from a crossbreed. Uh, so then what is Rava's Hadush? When did he say that? Yeah, what's the say coming to teach me? <coughs> Which means the reason why he says it's a say is let's say it comes from a crossbreed. Crossbreed, let's say from a canvas and an ace. A canvas and an ace can be uh, cross mated. And the product of it is it's just all from the sheep family. It's just that you're crossbreeding canvas and an ed. Is and it produces a sheep. So let's consider the sheep. Whereas the first rabbi says, no, no, no. It's got to be mamash uh, from uh, the same species of the of the sheep. So therefore, according to the first rabbi that says you cannot bring a crossbred, uh, this is what I was coming to teach me. It says tefdeh bese, dafka and a regular mating of sheep. Mashaken a crossbreed of a canvas and is no. And according to the Bible, I was, no, even if you made it a canvas and a ears, bottom line, the product is called a sheep, even though you're crossbred two different uh, uh, species. So therefore, what is Rabbi coming to teach me? So they want to say, I'll tell you what it's coming to teach me. But I says, Amma lecha Rabbi Azar ki itmad Rabbi bichadush, letameh shenolad min at-tahor, ve'ibunom min at-tameh. It's coming to through the case of by kashrut. You have a tameh, a non-kosher animal, that was born from a tahor, that conceived from a tameh. A horse went with a cow. And the cow gave birth to a horse. That is a buro min tameh, that's the horse, impregnated the cow, which is a tahor, and the cow gave birth to a horse as a result. So the Torah is coming to tell me that well, when it says in the Torah by the kosher animals, it's only the kosher animals that are from regular uh, regular species. Mashaken, if it was crossbred, or a hamor, and a para, the product is not going to be kasher. Look at Rashi. The bottom Rashi. Para, she had a cow that gave birth to a horse. Ve'abiv sus, and the mother's uh, and the father's a sus, a horse. Or another case, a rachem, a sheep, she'alda hazir, they gave birth to a pig. How? Because ve'abiv hazir, the hazir went with the rachel and had a hazir. The asur ba'achila, how do we know it's asur ba'achila? Dichtiv zot be'ema asher tochedu shor se kesavim. The chema dichtiv se, where the kosher animals says the word se. That's the kilayim that Rabbi was coming to teach me. When you have a cross breed, so the animal that comes out is not going to be kosher. Even though you say it came from a kosher mother, doesn't matter. Since the father was a zeus or the father was a hazir, and they produced a hazir from the cow or from the uh, sheep, therefore it's not going to be kosher. So it comes again and says, Udo Yoshua. This is not following Rabbi Yoshua. How does Rabbi Yoshua hold? Rabbi Yoshua holds the eat of Yoshua Mese Chesavim Vese Ezim Nafkale Achi Abiv Keves 
ve'imo kivsa. Which means, according to the Yoshua, he has already a different pasuk. He doesn't need the pasuk of se to teach me that you cannot, that a crossbred is not kasher. He learns it from another pasuk. It says, kesabim v'se'izim. So therefore, according to the Yoshua, this derashav rava of se is not necessary. Because again, the Yoshua learns it from somewhere else. It says, se kesabim v'se'izim. And the fact that it says that, we know that the father has to be a kevis, and the mother a kafsa has to be born from two behemot teorot. But if it's not born from two behemot teorot, the animal is not kosher. But the, so if the word se, according to Rabbi Yoshua, is not needed for the dirasha of, uh, of uh, Rabbah. Okay. So it's, 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 it's the dirasha of another person. Now they're going to ask a, a, a more basic question. Does this happen? Can a teme'ah come out of a tehora? Rashi, that you're telling me you need to exclude it. That's tariq lemi'ute. Ve'akai malan le'olam en mit'aberet lo teme'ah min ha-tehora ve'lo teme'ah min ha-tehora it cannot get pregnant. A teme'ah cannot impregnate a tehora and vice versa. So what are you telling me that Ravaz Chadush was to tell me if a sus went with a what with a cow or a hazir? What with a nahel? What are you talking? It cannot happen. They cannot impregnate each other. Not a teorat to a teme'ah. Not a teme'ah to a teorat. So you don't have a case. The Gemara says no. In it can. What the kaimalan? We're changing the case now. It's not as uh, as, as drastic as we thought it was. <laughs> the case is like this: the i'avar mekalut kerabishim on. Uh, what's a kalut? Kalut is a kosher animal that's feet did not split. So it's a kosher animal per se, but it just does not have the signs of a kosher animal. So let's say a kalut uh, went with its own species, kashir. So it's tahor with tahor, and it gave birth to an animal that is a kalut as a result of it. So that's the hadush of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon comes along and says, or that's the Hadush of Rabbi Rava, or Rabbi Al-Azhar, that what? That if a kalut, it's kosher species, everything's kosher. We're not talking about a pig going with a rahel, that cannot happen. We're not talking about a sus going with a, uh, we're falling off that. We're talking about an animal that feet did not split, it's really a kashir animal, that one was a regular kashir animal, and the baby that came out was a kalut, the Hadush is that from the word say, it's going to come and teach me that what? That animal is not kashir. And that's what it meant. A tameh with a tahor. Not that the animal is tameh. It just doesn't have a kosher sign. It's, it's from the kosher species. It's just its feet did not open up. So that's what the Bilal said. It's a tameh with a tahor. We thought tameh with a tahor was what? Drastic. A sus with a, with a, with a cow. It cannot happen. And we're talking about a kosher animal that's tamay in its in its signs. The, the, the feet did not split. There's not a split hoof. It's kalut. And the hadush of the rabbi is that such an animal, if it goes with a kosher species, kosher with kosher, produces an animal that is also kalut, it is not going to be kasher. Look at the top nashi. The she speaks this all out. The aved. Look at the top nashi. The i aved me kalut kerabishim on. Top nashi not mudbe. Kalut parsotav kilutot. Right, it's parsot. Its hooves are 
Close. Venolad mena tahor. The one with a tahor. Rabbi Shimon, kari le tameh. The animal is a tameh. The tanya bebechorot. Rabbi Shimon omer, gamal gamal shne pa'amim. It says in the Torah, gamal twice. Echad gamal anolad mena gamla. That's a regular gamal that had a gamala. Vehad gamal anolad mena para. Oh, what's that case? A gamal that came out of a para? Can't be. Even if it, both animals were tahor. Meaning a shore went with a para. That's normal. But the shore, its feet were closed. Mishor gamur. Which means the shore had its feet closed. And it went with the para. And the para gave birth to a cow. That's also feet were Close. That's why it's calling it a gamal. It's like a gamal in the sense that its feet are closed. They're kalut. And the hadus of Rabbi Shimon is a tamid. That's also a gamal. Not only a gamal that was born from a gemala, but even a gamal that was born from a para. How? From a tahor. You cannot have a para give birth to a camel. Then on the shore, what were a para? Shore, parasotav, or kilutot, and gave birth to a kalut. The hadus of Rabbi Shimon is a asur. The Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua is making on that case. He says, bottom line, if the, the mother is Jewish and the father is Jewish, not Jewish, I don't say, Tahor and Tahor, it's okay. I don't care if it's Kalut, not Kalut, as long as the baby came from Tehorim, even the baby only has one side, Rabbi Yoshua says, it's Kasher. Vidoresh, et zelo tochelu, et gamal. Good. So Rabbi Yoshua argues on Rabbi Shimon on that case. Which is according to the B Yeshua, they both have to be kivasim. They both have to be from the same uh, same species for this to work. But if they were, let's say, you cross-breeded two kosher, and it came out with one side, then the Yeshua is going to agree and say it's no good. So that's where the argument between the Yeshua and the Shimon is. The Shimon says that doesn't matter. Even if it was the same species, a short and a parah, which is the same species, mamash, and you breeded them and they came out with kalut, no good. Right? Uh, Rabbi Yushua says, ah, that case is okay. One time will be okay. Uh, when is uh, Rabbi Yushua argue? When you cross-breed two different species, kosher, mm-hmm. and it came out kalut, then it makes no good. So therefore, the ma'aseh, let's review, comes out according to... Huh? No, no, to eat. That's about kurban. To eat. Why not? It's kosher. To kosher animals. To eat. So therefore, again, so comes out the ma'asir. Rava made a statement. We go back. Rava made a statement. Anytime he says the word seh, ze bana'av. This is a principle in the Torah. Course breeding, no good. So he said, what is it coming to teach me? Uh, is it coming to teach you Kadashim? We know that already from Pesukim. Is it coming to teach me uh, ma'asir? We know that from Pesukim. Uh, Gizra Shava. Is it coming to teach me Bechor? We know that from Gizra Shava also. Uh, is it coming to teach me Petr uh, Hamor? Oh, that's good, yeah. According to what she taught, it's coming to teach me Petr Hamor. It says, Seh, Tavka Seh, not if you cross-breed it. Uh, but according to me, Razad, that says, no, even if you cross-breed, bottom line, it's still called a Seh. So therefore, what is it coming to exclude? So it says, coming to exclude the case where you had a Tameh, 
that breeding with a tamer in kashrut. Tamer with a tamer can't be. Doesn't work. Oh, I mean a tamer mamash. Right, the kosher animals that one was its legs were uh, not split. It's called kalut, and therefore that's considered like it's tamer. Let's say uh, 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 one uh, short. That's animals were not hooves were not split. One with a para, and the para gave birth to a kalut as well. The animal is not kashir, and that's what the say is coming to teach me that dafka a for kashrut is a kasir, where it came from two kosher species, two kosher species, and they were kashir, meaning they weren't didn't have one kosher sign, they had two kosher signs. Then the animal is going to be kashir, but not. And Yeshua argues, Yeshua says no. As long as it came from kosher species, it's okay. Uh, if they're the same uh, species, but if it came from different species, and it was kalut, then it'd be Yeshua argues. So that's what comes out according to this, uh, this subject over here. The Gemara continues. Ba'e Rava. Rava has a question. It's now a new question. Hare alai ola. Okay, a guy came along and said, I am bringing a korban ola. The free shore, and he separated the shore for the korban ola. Oh, what happened? A guy came and stole it. He stole the korban ola. Mi patar ganav nafshe bekeves lerabbanam beolat aof lerabil azar ben azaria. Now he has to pay back. He stole an ola. He has to pay back an ola. But we know according to the banan, you don't have to bring a shor, which is a big animal, to fulfill your ola obligation. Even if you brought a keves, is a sheep. And according to the B El Azar bin Azariah, you can even bring an off a bird. So the question is, when the Ganav wants to pay back, can he pay back even on a lesser animal than the guy was Magdish? Because according to these rabbis, you can't fulfill your Qurban Ola with these animals. One rabbi said, Bring a kevis, bring a sheep. The B El Azar bin Azariah Omer Yavi Tor or Ben Yonah. Let them bring birds. My. Mi amlinan shem ola kabir alaber. Do you say the guy accepted upon himself a ola, and I'm giving back an ola? Or dilma matze amar le, or maybe the guy who got stolen from can say, Ana mitzvah mina mufhar ba'ina le me'ibad. Hey, listen, I want to do the mitzvah in the best way. I don't want to give a bird. I want to give a shore. Therefore, you got to pay me back a shore. Batal de ibaya adar pashat. If he asked the question, he solved it. Ganav. Patar atzmo bekevis l'rabbanan be'olata of the Rabbi Azab bin Azariah. Yeah, he can get away with it. Bottom line, the guy accepted upon himself for Ola. I paid you back on Ola. Who told you to bring a kashur? Bring it. No. Yeah, well, if he got caught, but give uh, give a shor. Oh, you want to bring a shor? I'm giving you a kevis. Or oh, according to Rabbi Azab bin Azariah, I'm giving you a olata. I'm giving you a bird. Bottom line, shem Ola. You accepted upon yourself. I gave you back an Ola. Ravacha bered ravika matni la bedya ravai. You have a bifurush blaita. Amar rava. Hare alai ola. It's exactly this case. I mean, he has enough. It's brighter. He says Ravas said it beferush. What do you say? Hare alai ola. The free shore. Uba achet veginavo patar atzmo bekevis rabbanan ubalata ov the Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. Clearly, that even though he was makdisha shore, you can pay back even with something less valuable, so long as it's viable for ola. Matnitin macharo chutz mechad meashibo. Let's say you sold the animal. Again, Ganavu Machar. But he sold it minus one hundredth of it. He kept one hundredth for himself. Meaning he sold 99% of the animal and he kept one percent for himself. It's not a sale. When the Torah says you got to sell it, to be higher you have to sell the whole animal. If he left something for himself, it's not considered a sale. 
או שהייתה לו בו שותפות, או לצאי יד אי פרטנרשיפ. Which means he was a partner before he stole it. There were partners in the animal, and then he stole his uh, friend's uh, part over there, right? So therefore, it's not considered selling it totally be'isud, because half the animal really belonged to you, and half the animal belonged to your partner. So therefore, that's not considered totally selling it be'isud, therefore you're not going to be hayav, which means you have to own the whole animal, or it has to be totally, you stole it, and then you sold it. However, if you were partners, so therefore he owns half, and you own half, that's not considered um, um, a, a sale. No, it's not considered a sale, right? No, it, the, 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 the guy that sold it will have to pay kefir, but he doesn't have to pay dal vehir, because the, the sale is not considered a sale, until he sells the whole, the whole thing. Let's say he made shaitan the animal, and the animal became a nevela. Nevela means the shaitan was not even, not even a good shaitan. Now, that's even according to Rabbanan. We learned according to the Bishamon in the previous Mishnayot, the Bishamon says if you slaughter the animal and the animal comes to terefah, that's not considered a shaitan. Here it's even the rabbis. Because terefah, at least you slaughtered it correctly, the rabbis will say, Ishtar was found at terefah. But he, even the shaitan was not done correctly. That's what a nevela is. So the rabbi is going to say if it was slaughtered and was done in Nevela, it's not going to be considered shaitan, therefore no problem of Dalveh. Hanukhir. What is Hanukhir? That she says, you ripped out the heart of the animal. That's how you slaughtered. You stuck the hands in the nostrils, you went all the way down, boom, and you pulled out the heart. The Me'akir. Me'akir is, you just pulled out the trachea and the esophagus. You pulled out the, the, uh, the two simanim. In all these cases, comes the Gemara and says, My chutz me'ehad me'ashibu. Very important machluk in over You sold the animal 99%. You kept 1% for yourself. Which part of the animal did you keep for yourself? Does it matter? Amarav chutz me'davana mitar'imo b'shaita. We're talking about over here, Dafka where you kept for yourself an item that the shaita would have been matirit, namely meat. I kept one percent of the meat, but if I left one percent of shearings for myself, or one percent of the horns, or things like that, that the shaita anyway would not be matirit. That's not considered a shiur, which means that the only time that I'm going to be off, I'm not going to have to pay. If I kept one percent, let's say for myself, or if I didn't sell it fully. Is only if the item that I kept for myself is an item that the shaita would have been matirit if I would have slaughtered it, namely what meat. Jeez, I sold ninety nine percent of the animal and I kept one percent of the meat for myself. Oh, that's not considered a sale. Mashaikin, if I sold ninety nine percent of the animal and I kept one percent of the shearings, that's not considered a shiur, and therefore you be hayav dalbe. So ravos only davar hanitar b'shaita velevi amar. Levi is more strict or more lenient. He holds lenient. He holds even if the 1% was shearings. Doesn't matter. Which means really any part of the animal basically. Even shearings, if you left, if, if you didn't sell fully, you're not going to have to pay. Let's just read this Braita. The Braita has different shitot. Machra chutz mi yada, chutz mi ragla, chutz mi kana, chutz mi gizoteha. Wow. Eno mishanim tashlome arba vachamisha. 
According to this opinion, anything is a shiur. You, you sold it minus its hand, its feet, its horns, its uh, shearings. The first opinion holds, everything is considered a shiur. Rabbi Omer, davara me'akev b'shaita, eno m'shalem tashlume arba v'hamisha. V'sh'eno me'akev b'shaita, m'shalem tashlume arba v'hamisha. What's the opinion of Rabbi? Anushita. Davara me'akev b'shaita. Which means, if the shiur was something that would render the shahita no good. For example, I'm selling you 99% of the animal, I'm keeping the, the, the heart. I'm keeping the leg, I'm keeping the windpipe. The item that you're keeping would render the animal, that's a part of the animal that would render the shahita no good if you were to keep it, so to speak. So therefore, any item that's ma'akev the shahita, as opposed to, let's say, if I say, I'm selling you 99% of the animal, but from the leg, from the knee down, I'm keeping. That you don't need. That's okay. That if you, even if the leg was not there, the shaita would be okay. From that part down. But if I'm taking an idea, yeah, certain things I will not render it. Depends what part of the leg. But if I'm taking, let's say, uh, 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 shearings, that's not something. Shearings, I can still make the shaita. The guy can make shaita on the animal. It doesn't affect it. I'm only an item that would be ma'akev the shaita. That's the second shaita. Rabbi Shalomir al-Azhar Omer, Chutz mekarna. If he, he makes a difference between horns and shearings. If you hold the, the horns for yourself, but if you hold the shearings, so we have three shitot. Shita number one, anything is a shiur. Gizot, basad, yadayim, anything is considered shiur. Second shita says no. Dafka items that you kept for yourself, that would be ma'akib the shahita. And the third shita says well, kanayin will be horns is considered a shiur. Therefore, you will not pay down there. But Gizot, no. Shiri's not. We have to see, have to see what the opinions are now. Now, Pishtamal Levi. Let's go back. What was Levi's opinion? Rabotai, we had a Mahluk in Rab and Levi. What was Levi's opinion? Chutz me Gizotea. His opinion was that what? When we come along and say, well, you kept 1% for yourself, for example, even if it is Shiri's. Ketanakama. He can be going like Tanakama. Because Tanakama included. Everything. Shearings, hands, feet, all this stuff. So Levi can follow Tanakama's opinion of the Braita. Ela, Lirav, Keman. But who is Rav going like? Let's review ourselves. What did Rav say? <coughs> only meat. Rav said the only time it's considered a shiur <laughs> is if you're leaving the part of the animal that's, um, that's, that the shaitas matirit. Not Nakim, the Shita's Matir. Rab Shita, that's Matirit. Which is what? Basar. Rab, the first line of the Gemara. Rab Shita is Dafka Davari Nitar Bishita. Which means what? Meat. Let's go. Does, does that opinion go with any of the three? No. First opinion says even, even wool. Okay. Second opinion says. Even, uh, uh, even if it doesn't have Raglayim. Where according to Rab, Raglayim are Nitar Bishita. The second shita said, "Davad not nitar b'shaita, me'akev shaita." From the from the knee down, it's not me'akev shaita, but it would be matir. So according to that, that would be considered a shiur. According to the third shita, for sure, he says horns. He says horns. So Rav, which one of the three rabbis he going like? Amar Rav, Amre Rav, the Amar Kihaitan. He's got a fourth opinion. Another brayta. The Tanya, the Bishmam Lazar Omer, Machra Chutz Miyada, Chutz Meragla. 
Very clearly. Even your diamond aglaim, since the shaitas matir it, it's considered you don't have to pay four and five. Chutz mekarna, but if you hold back the horns, chutz megizotea, but if you hold back the shearings, meshalim tashmar rava hamisha. Bemaika mepalge. What is the root of this three-way machloket? Kamara says, Tana kamasavar utbaho kulo ba'inan, umcharo kulo ba'inan. Just like the tibiha, you got to slaughter the whole animal. Utbaho kulo, so too he learns umcharo kulo, which means you gotta sell the whole animal. And I don't care which part. You left back uh, 1% of horns. Doesn't matter. Utbaho is kulo, so too umcharo is kulo. That's a shita. Very easy. Umcharo kulo. Right? Good. The whole thing. Right, it's a four opinion. Oh, right, that's Tarakama. That's what I mean. Now, the next one. Yeah, when it says it means that you have to store things that are that are, that are in, in the, in the, the Shaita. The things that are not affecting the Tibiha. Uh, the shearings, the horns, uh, from the leg down, from the from the knee down, and things like that. Umachrodum yada tiviha, and umachrodum is going to be similar to tiviha, just like tiviha is only on the items that are matir tiviha, right? You need you need a windpipe, you need a veshet, you need a heart, you need all, but items that are not ma'akevdi tiviha, and therefore the mechira is similar to the tiviha. Third shita, the bishomer el azar sevar karna is a big difference now. He makes the between horns and shearings. Between horns and shearings. Karnat de lo lemigzakayma havishiyud. The eno mishalem tashlim arba v'hamisha. A horn that's not destined to take off. You don't cut the horns off. So therefore, that's considered a shiyud. Ninety-nine percent. I'm selling. I'm keeping the horns to myself. Oh, that's an item that you normally don't cut off. Therefore, that's considered as if you held back something. Whereas gizotet de lemigzakayma, where the shearings where you normally cut off. Lo ave shiur. That's like he's holding back. Because anyway, you normally cut them off. Therefore, meshet hashemar ba'hamisha. Ve'idach tarid beribishmael. Tarid beribishmael lachazar. We have another writer. That's Rav. Rav held like the, the fourth shita. But it's Bishmael lachazar. Bishmael lachazar has two opinions. One in the brayta, one in the second brayta. The second brayta said that meat, just like Rav said, any like Rav. What? Only when you're holding back items that are nitar b'shaita. What's that opinion? Samar yadav v'naglav detsriche tiviha habishiyur. That what? By tiviha, the the legs to eat them need a tiviha, even though they won't me'akev the tiviha if they're not there. But if you want to eat them, you need tiviha. Therefore, mechira also is dafka on. Uh, you have to sell all the items that shaita would be matir. However, karneha, the gizotea, the horns and the shearings, shaita is not necessary. The lot zvicha tevicha lo ave shiur. Kasha the bishvom and azar the bishvom and azar. Parvul, we have a stira between the two brightot. Tere tanaev adi bad the bishvom and azar. Very simple. There's two tanaim according to the bishvom and azar. Comes out. We have let's just view outside four shitot. In what? What's considered a shiur? Everybody agrees something is considered a shiur. Shita number one, if you leave anything. 
he left horns back, no dalad she rings, uh, <coughs> that's it. The question can't everything else. Okay, he learned, you gotta sell the whole thing. You held back one item, gone. Second shita says, no. Only an item that the shaita would be ma'akiv. For example, uh, I'm saying 99% now, I'm holding back the windpipe. Oh, shaita would be ma'akiv, by the way. Holding back the heart. Uh, I'm holding back um, uh, the meat, for sure. Uh, However, let's say I say, leg, arms, also shaita would be ma'akiv. But for, let's say a certain part of the leg, from the knee down. Let's say the animal does not have from the knee down. You still make shaita on it. Oh, so that item is not, not a problem. Which means if I say 99% I'm, selling, I'm keeping from the knee down, I would have to pay down there. Because it's considered I sold the whole thing that's nitar, not nitar, that's ma'akiv, the shaita. Third shaita. Third shaita, interesting. Let me show him in Azar. He makes them between horns and shearings. Horns that don't come off. Oh, so if I say, I'm showing you the whole animal, except the horns, that's considered a shiur. Shearing, anyway, comes off normally. That's not considered a shiur. Second, the Bishamun bin al-Azhar is learning meat. Right? Two she taught the Bishamun al-Azhar, stira. No, two tanaim. One rabbi heard the Bishamun al-Azhar is. One rabbi said the Bishamun al-Azhar heard that. Then we had a Mahlouk and Rav and Nevi. Rav learned nitar b'shaita, like the Bishamun al-Azhar of the second braita. And Nevi that said, even shearings, anything is going like tanakama of the first braita. Baruch Adonai